everyday life issues broken down to help you build your own opinions on the issues that matter most. Coming to you from Austin, Texas, this is The Deciding Factor with your host, Alton Hill and John Herzog. Hey, everybody. This is Alton, and welcome to The Deciding Factor. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not you should have more than one source of income. So, welcome to the show. John, what's happening today? Oh, not much. Getting ready for this... uh what, 20th storm to come by this month? Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> hailing in my house yesterday, so we'll see what happens today. Maybe our podcast gets rained out. Oh, I, I tell you one thing I, I'm really thankful for, though. It's summertime. Like, full-blown, the kids are out of school. We don't have to play teacher anymore, which, you know, kind of leads me to a story. And it's, uh, you know, one thing we've learned over this course of the coronavirus and kids being at home doing their school there is I don't want to teach. I want them at school. I want the teacher to teach them. But then you start to realize some of the things maybe they haven't learned that maybe you think were normal by now. So I've got a daughter that was here with me last time. After we did the podcast, we were driving home. And so I handed her my phone. I said, I'm driving. Uh, let's order Domino's. And she was like, okay, what, what store? And I was like, oh, I don't know the address. I remember it had a sweet D in it. And so she starts looking on the list and she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, Dr. Sweet Drive. I mean, Dr. Sweet 200 or whatever. And I'm like, doctor, what are you talking about? She said, DR. <laughs> nice. I was like, in streets, it's drive. It's not doctor. I, have y'all not been taught any of this in school? And she's like, no, no, no. But then right away, she's like, oh, no. You're going to talk about me on the show again, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. said, yep, give me my phone. I got to make my notes. <laughs> yep. So she, she was a little concerned. She said, you got to stop talking, to, talking about me on the show because my friends are going to hear it. And then they're just going to make fun of me all the time. And I said, you know, if your friends are listening to our show, one of two things are happening. We're either really popular or out and messed up on the marketing strategy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I guess if you don't, if you don't need it to, uh, to pass the star test, I don't know if they're, they're testing on it, right? No, but I mean, it's little things like that where it's just like, I think they should know this by now. And even some of the stuff on the computer, like typing with both hands and not looking at what you're, you know, not the poking fine. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't. Yeah. You don't, you don't understand that struggle until you have to start really typing. And then you're like, Oh man, I can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't just do this and I'll never finish, you know? But yeah, I think that that's part of, of growing up. One of my daughters uh, was staying at a friend's house she jumps on a bike and goes for a ride and just gets lost. You know, she's out in the country, out in a place that she doesn't really know. And, um, and just doesn't realize that she, <laughs> that she needs to pay attention. Right. And that's just, and I remember doing that same thing when I was a kid, you just go and then you're like, Oh wait, do I need to take a left or a right? Or does this come back around? And you know, but, but I tell you, it, it helps you remember, right? Cause your legs, if you're on a bike or whatever, you know, you have to, ride all that extra miles and then you say oh you know what next time i'm gonna remember 
<laughs> yeah. I'm gonna remember which way I'm going. Yeah, I mean, I've got two two girls that are gonna be driving within the next two to three years, mm-hmm. and all I'm thinking is, uh, y'all got a lot to learn. You know, I took both of them out already to work on parking, even though yeah. I'm in, in advancing them probably too soon. But still, I'm just thinking, man, who, who's gonna teach them this? Because I don't think they do that in school anymore. It's like you you, you pay for the side thing now, and I think you even have an option for uh, online classes even yeah. where, where the parent becomes the teacher. And I'm just like, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing that, that my poor kids have been subjected to because I know that they're not learning at the full capacity that they would be if they're at a school, right? So when dad gets a wild hair, he just starts teaching about whatever he feels is relevant. And I dropped the uh, compound interest term oh, no. the other day. And um, and I'm like, they were like, what's that, dad? I was like, how are you my child? And you don't know what compounding interest is. Let's go to the whiteboard. And they're like, dad. I'm like, okay, how do banks make money? And they're like, uh. so anyway. So that's the the torture. What was this the little the one, or through. was this the older? Well, I mean, they're or 11, just all. Of them. <laughs> I think I think they're eleven now. So, hmm. I mean, you got the sooner that you learn about compounding interest, the better it's going to work for you. Yeah. So and yeah. and then and until the ice cream truck comes by, and then they're just like, <laughs> screw it, I'm not saving anything. I'm using it now. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh. That's kind of what I've been teaching, some of what I've been teaching the kids, and uh, kind of leads us into our topic today about having uh, somebody, some people call it a side hustle or a side gig or, you know, your Gotta hobby. keep it fresh. Yeah, your hobby <laughs> that, that makes you some money, but, um, but that's secondary income. And so we're in an environment right now, John, that I think it's 40 million is that the, the latest number that you've heard? Mm. 40 million people have filed Swear. for unemployment since the whatever last couple months. And uh, March 25th, yeah. to be exact. <laughs> so, I mean, that being the case, there's if 40 million people are filing for unemployment, to me that says that they they don't have this secondary form of income or... It hasn't been it hasn't been nurtured, <laughs> right yeah. to a point where where it's a, a valid, you know, it's a legitimate type of income. Yeah, I mean, it, it really varies on what you do because there's so many different types you can do. Mm-hmm. There's ones that uh, you can do cash on the side, ones that report you 1099, and then some where you actually are starting up a whole company. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit um, about why. I mean, definitely the the coronavirus thing is a <laughs> right. Like everybody. Well, not everybody. A lot of people lost their jobs, but it wasn't just jobs. Right. It was it was even more, you know, like I know some people that uh, that they've had their secondary income was an Airbnb. Well, guess what? Nobody's Airbnb now, right? So even even they lost their main source and a side source. But that, I mean, I would say that that's atypical. Yeah. Um, There's also a lot of boredom, though. 
that has led to a lot of different things, right? What do you mean? Well, um, I mean, we started this podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's fully out of boredom, but um, I definitely had a little more free time that made me start thinking. Well, we had time that we wanted to convert from, you know, passive time to bringing value, which is the which is the goal here on the show. So, yeah. as always, if you're getting any value, we'd hope that you'd share that with other people. I mean, that's that's what we want to do, right? We want to empower people and um, and kind of cover some things that that are either new to us or we feel like have kind of hurt hurt our growth path, right? Things that we want to teach our kids. And, um, you know, for me. Well, the, you've also been talking about the motorcycle. So there's a lot of people out there that want to, well, that's a big why for make, me. <laughs> make a little extra on the side. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you nailed it. The, uh, I mean the hobbies, right? I mean, that's one of the things that, that I think you should have a, a side income for is like for your hobby or traveling and so actually that was what we used. So when I was doing the full-time corporate deal and Heather was doing Heather Hill design, she's making logos and ads and whatever, but it was kind of part-time. She's a mom and then she'd take these jobs, but man, that was our vacation money. That's how we went on vacation was whatever she made. It was like savings and vacation. So nice. it was kind of some incentive on, on her side because she wasn't the main income source we're like okay our budget is all based on mine so whatever you make that's fluff that's kind of the party party money so everybody can go check your facebook page to see how successful it was that way they can tell how many vacations you were on well that's that's been a long time (laughs) and for a while she didn't do too much but uh you know i think that that's a big why is like for you know, the motorcycle and the traveling and then, and then job loss is, is the obvious one, right? That, um, you know, to my story, when she had her, when she was doing her side deal, um, you know, we had some savings set up. So instead, like when I lost my job, when our children were born, instead of having to freak out and panic it was like oh well at least we have a little bit of savings but really a lot of that savings was coming from from her income so i think that that's that's a huge a huge reason to have have that too Uh, and also there's a lot of people out there that got used to uh not having to deal with their boss maybe or their job in particular that they hated because it was the same thing every day Mm -hmm. so you know wanting to get out of that same job has, has led to a lot of experimentation in other areas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like a bad boss is huge. (laughs) It's a huge reason too. Yeah. Right. To, to kind of nurture, uh, something, something on the side. And I think really, you know, it doesn't take tons of time to, to do something. And, you know, even for me, when I was ready to make that leap, you know, I was always thinking in this way, but I was always doing that thing on the side, growing it, growing it, growing it. And then for me, a time came where, man, you just can't, there's not enough hours in the day. So if you really want to do it and you're going to have to put it full in, um, which is another reason to have one, right? Like maybe it's a bad boss, but maybe it's, you're in a job that 
you're thinking, man, maybe, maybe this isn't the career, you know, this career path isn't really what I wanted or, um, you know, I want something more. I want to try something different. We'll do it on the side. See, see how it works. Right. I mean, you got 40 million people right now that are going to be looking for jobs and they may be settling. Right. It's like, look, if there's no income coming in, you're like, well, I might flip burgers for a while or whatever it is. Right. You may take something that you might not normally take, but because of the competitive environment of workforce trying to go back. Oh yeah. um, uh, The clock's ticking. So right now they haven't made any other bills. Uh, well they've made a bill that's passed through Congress, but Senate hasn't approved it. Right. So the problem we run into right now is everybody's really going to start getting stressed because, uh, currently they only have two months left, Mm. two Mm -hmm. months to find a job before unemployment, uh, falls down to, you know, here in Texas, it's the Texas state level, which the max is 521 a week. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. currently it's 1021. Oh, sorry. 1121. Oh yeah. That's so a big change. <laughs> it's a huge change. So imagine losing half your check. I mean, most people aren't going to be able to rely on that. On top of that, you're going to think they've lost their insurance too, if they were terminated from their job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you're stuck with something like maybe Obamacare or, just an emergency plan at this point. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm one of them, you know, my wife changed her job. I got furloughed then laid off. So I'm in that situation. Like perfect which, storm there. Yeah. Yeah. So clock's ticking, you're stressed, y- you have other issues going on. And it's just like, man, if things don't change quick, People are going to take the first thing. It may even be going to Walmart and working as a cashier. Yeah, I think, and that's the, um, I had some numbers here that I'm bringing up before I actually have the numbers in front of me. So how do you have numbers and I don't have numbers? You're welcome for that. (laughs) (laughs) Where's all my saved? Okay, so here's the thing. Another reason why you should have a, a side income is because just a little bit a week can actually add up over the years. So um, even if you can just make 50 bucks a week, that's that's like 2,500 a year, right? It's not gonna make or break you, but I tell you what, if I lost a job and I had an extra 2,500 in the bank, that would be a good thing. (laughs) It'll pay your taxes at the end of the year. I mean, it's something, right? And it's 50 bucks a week, not, you shouldn't have to exchange too much time to get 50 bucks a week and we can scale that on up. Even if you can generate 200 a week, that's, that's like 10, 10 K a year, right? For 200 a week. And I mean, middle-class 200 bucks, it's not earth shattering, right? So even if you can just come up, how can I make 200 a week? Hey, at the end of the year, that's 10 K. So that's not a bad vacation for 10 K, right? I mean, On a or a bass boat on a cruise, you're, you, I, I mean, you uh, a ten thousand dollar cruise or, or two vacations, two five thousand dollar vacations, or whatever, right? I mean, at just two hundred bucks a week, and I think that people can do a lot better than that, even. Um, and it's just a just a side deal. So anything that you can add to it, I think, is uh, is great for for the money that you're going to have at the end of the year which a lot of the problems that we're talking about john 
you know, people say that money can't buy happiness. And while <laughs> I agree with that, it sure can give you a little bit of peace of mind when you lose your job or you got to pay for the insurance somehow or right. So there's some things that having a little safety net here um, can can really make things easier on you. Absolutely. But I'm I'm really eager to talk about the different jobs well, let's or do it. different side jobs. right? Yeah. So you got a list that you found uh, before launching the show. So why don't you read some of those bad boys off and then I'll let you know what I have tried <laughs> over the years and and give you some tips, tricks and downfalls. Yeah, I mean, this is just a few, um, but I think it shows the simplicity of what you can do. Uh, okay, here we go. I'll just cruise through these. Sell items that you already own on eBay or Craigslist. As a side note, I know a guy who actually made regular income buying the uh, like the bargain bin CDs out of Walmart <laughs> or no DVDs, DVDs. Yeah. Like, you know, you go get five for a dollar or whatever. It's just super cheap. And then he'd list them on eBay and uh, people in China would just buy them like crazy. Hmm. And uh, so I don't know what the what the market is, or maybe not China, maybe just overseas. Yeah. But uh, but he would end up selling them for double what he paid. And, you know, with listing and shipping and all that, but he'd make a few bucks for each one and they'd always sell, right? So it was wow. just, it was kind of tedious for him, but it was his extra money and he also had a motorcycle. So he's probably, uh, you know. Speaking of random things that you can get from your house. So the other day we found out that, you know, Disney movies, the VHS tapes. Oh, yeah. Some of those are actually pretty valuable. Well, uh -huh. it turns out one of them is The Little Mermaid, and I know it's sitting at my parents' house because <laughs> I didn't take it with me when I when I left. And, man, I'm just sitting there going, I should have taken it. <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing, right? <laughs> if you make 40 bucks on a VHS, what's it doing? It's sitting there. Yeah. Right? So so these are little things that you can you can think about. Okay, you can recycle your used smartphones on Gazelle. Haven't done that, but definitely if you can resurrect smartphones, there's easily a market for that. Uh, deliver for Postmates. Yeah. Rent. So favor, favor's big here in Texas. Yeah. It's starting to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, especially now in the last couple months, right? Yeah. So what's the next one? Rent a spare room on Airbnb. I think that that's a great great strategy um especially if you're single i mean i have a family so for me to have somebody coming into my house is a little different but if i had like a garage apartment that would be good if i was single though i would definitely be renting out four or five bedroom house boom 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 renting out those extra rooms and making everybody else pay my rent but, but what's the risk you run on these city ordinances on that do you know i don't know I'm kind of a high risk, high reward guy. <laughs> Screw it. I got to get a ticket before I got to worry about it. <laughs> I mean, for what? For renting out rooms? Ah, uh, there's, there's some strange things around here. I don't know where you and I know. <laughs> Somebody came to my house and told me who I can have living in my house though. Yeah. I mean, that would not be okay with me. Yeah. That's just one thing they're going to have to think about before they. Now, I mean, this is talking about Airbnb. Yes. That with your HOA could definitely cause like 
deed restriction and HOA issues. Um, but just like if I said, hey, John, you want to be my roommate and rent out a room? I mean, that's just, yeah, that's, that's not yeah. really Airbnb, right? Yeah. That's okay. Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. Um, manage social media for small businesses. Uh, that's quite lucrative, actually, especially if you're good at it. How would you find that? How would you I, find I fig- it? I figured business? they would go to marketers like you. Well, sure. Have. But I mean, you have to imagine, I mean, some of my clients, they don't even know what I'm posting on Facebook for them. Like they're that detached from the, the digital world, but they're, they're savvy business people. So they're wow. like, how much is it going to cost you? And I'm like, Oh, a whole lot. And they're like, well, right. But if you do it right, then it makes them money. So they don't care. But for some people, they want to pay a minimum, right? Oh, I can't pay over a hundred bucks, 150 bucks. And you're sitting there going, okay, well, if I can just get if it's a hundred bucks, if you could just get five of those and, and post some things for them, there's your 500 a month. Right. And it's on the side and you kind of figure it out. You do it in the evening and, um, who knows, you might get laid off and then turn into a digital marketer like me. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, it's possible. Yeah. Um, answer questions on just answer. I know you can take surveys and stuff too. sell services on Fiverr. Uh, that's another good one. I mean, even just being a virtual assistant and saying, Hey, I'll do whatever you want. Here's my hourly rate. I mean, I had somebody calling me today. Oh, yeah. Hey, I want to work. Just tell me what to do, and I'll do it, you know? Yeah, if you're good at Photoshop, if you have a good voice. I mean, those are some. Yeah, for sure, right? Um, I mean, isn't that where we we got our our intro? (laughs) Thanks for giving it away. Uh, (laughs) We're never going to get them to work for us now. But I've had, had, uh, I mean, I've done voiceover stuff. You know, and I thought, how in the world would I, would you ever get into that? But you know what? Somebody's like, hey, Elton, mic sounds good. Voice sounds nice. Do this. I'm going to say, okay. Um, let's see. What else <laughs> it wasn't any of those like, it was just a happy birthday. No, it wasn't anything it was, cheesy it like wasn't that, right? creepy, man. <laughs> uh, write an ebook, drive for Uber or Lyft, tutor over Skype, start a blog, create an online course. Do uh, micro jobs on Mechanical Turk. I don't even know what that is. Sounds exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Build a sales funnel with ClickFunnels. Produce an audio book. Create a YouTube channel. Different tutorials. Um, Here's the thing that I... I I mean, these are just a few. Here's what... um, Well, I don't know, John. You wanted to comment on some of these. I think you've, you've done some of that driving, haven't you? Yeah, so <clears throat> sorry. People making good money, like five hundred bucks a weekend doing that. Oh, I I've met and seen some that make oh, way more really? than just five hundred in a weekend. So uh, I I've done uh, favor, which is like Grubhub, Postmates, mm-hmm. things like that. I have done Uber as well as Uber Eats. I have done Amazon delivery. Uh, they've made some changes to Amazon, so I'm not sure how exactly that works. So you'd have to research that, but, but it's possible. That's it, what we're saying. Yeah, this is possible. There's, there's so many things that you could end up doing with your car and, you know, f- let's, let's do the favoring. For example, there was a guy when I first started doing that, I ran into him at a pizza parlor. He was in his shirt and I was in my shirt and we were styling and. He walks up to me. He's like, you're new, aren't you? 
He's like, uh, yeah. He goes, I I've been doing this for a while. Let me tell you, here's where you need to go. It just happened to be the guy that I needed to talk to. Yeah. And he showed me. He made over $1,100 in three days. It was Friday, okay. Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. And then he's got all this other stuff he showed me. I mean, he uh, his year is about $75,000. Yeah. And that's just driving. I can't drive as much as he was saying because it was something like 12 to 14 hours that he would do at least right. five days a week. Mm -hmm. uh, but he had hit all the little spiffs that they constantly post. Yeah. It worked out. He mm -hmm. had a fuel-efficient vehicle. And he could handle just doing that all day. It would drive me insane doing that. <laughs> so, because I always look for the easier way to make the bigger money. Well, sure, right. But, you know, I know uh, one of the things that Dave Ramsey talks about is like delivering pizzas or whatever, right? To kind of dig your way out of debt. And so when you're yeah. looking for ways to kind of maximize your profit, I know some people like that's what they have is a car. So look, you got, you have a car and you have time, make it happen. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's what we're talking about, you know, is, is the ability to do that. And there's definitely, um, you know, more, more white collar type of side jobs too. Right. I mean, I know I've worked with engineers in corporate America that are doing stuff on the side. Yeah. And this is exactly why it's like, well, you know, we want to, we want to network with some other people. I want to add some other projects to my portfolio, you know, so they're doing these types of things too. Um, that, uh, like you mentioned, Photoshop, video editing. I mean, there's a lot of these softwares that you can really get good at oh, yeah. that someone like me, I might do a lot of video and, but I don't have the time to edit it. Right. So where, um, what I want to say is I think a lot of times people have a, a mental block like no one would ever, I remember thinking this, I've, I've done video for my entire life. And I remember thinking no one is ever going to pay me to video. Like you got to be <laughs> certified or like, I don't know what I, I just thought that no one's going to pay me for that. You're <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it like every day. I don't want to do the editing, you know, but yeah. I can't, I can't find, I haven't made the time to really look and, and find someone to edit, but I'm telling you, if you're a good editor, I guarantee you there, <laughs> there's guys out there shooting video that they don't want to edit. So you, all you have to do is pay the Adobe suite fee per month, yeah. have a decent computer that can process video and man, you can, you can use it. But I just want to point out that not having that mind block. So, um, but you also have to be careful. You need to research like we've constantly talked about in most of our segments where you have to know what you're getting into. So you take those delivery options that we've listed thus far, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the Uber driving or even some of the favoring, it's that back and forth, back and forth. Mm -hmm. But then you think about Amazon where you go to one location, you pick up all these packages on their app. When you go to deliver, they actually had it, have it formatted in one smooth motion. And normally nice. it even formats to where you end as close to your house as possible. Nice. So it's a little different mm -hmm. in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But then there's other aspects you got to think about. If you were going to drive for Uber, are you just going to jump in your Prius and go? Are you going to jump in your F-150 and go? No. You need to look at that list of cars that they mm -hmm. accept and what level 
they're accepted in. Sure. Because I'll tell you what, you have, uh, say, an expedition. I, I don't know what the year model is now, but when I was driving, it was like the cutoff was expedition 2013. Mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. 13 and newer, yeah, you could classify as black or limited, yeah, and you can make two to three times per ride more. For sure. Absolutely. I will, I will spend my money on a used vehicle that falls right within that category and go. Mm-hmm. If you have a Prius and that's it, great. Okay. You, you got the gas mileage savage. Sure. But sure. you really have to be careful about that. And then you have to think about the wear and tear. So there's a lot of different things to keep in mind. And you still then have to research where your hot spots at, at what times of the day. Yeah. Because, you know, the Uber driving, your hot times are going to be the weekends. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the late uh, nights. like mon- Monday morning when everybody's flying in from the airport, late yep. nights from the clubs. Mm-hmm. You're going to mm-hmm. work, work these odd hours. Even though you get to, quote unquote, choose your hours, you really don't have much of a choice if you want to make some decent money. Right. Yeah. Now, you go. let's go back to your statement of $50 a day. I can do that in an hour, maybe two hours with Favor or Uber. And Amazon, I don't think you can do it that short of a time frame. Sure. It's going to take you probably two hours to yeah, complete to that at minimum. Invest more, but but that's the thing, right? Is that there's options. And one of the yeah. things that I would encourage to anything that you're going to do with a car is always going to be competitive because pretty much everybody has a car. Pretty much everybody has a driver's license. Well, guess what? You're just another fish yeah. in that in that huge ocean. Now, if you're driving a late model Range Rover and you want, you know, they're like, oh, we'll pay you a lot more. Why? Well, because not everybody has uh, a Range Rover and wants to go drive around picking people up at 2 a.m., right? Yeah. So if you do, then you're a little special. And if you want to make more money, then you need to have some type of a, of a specialty, right? If you want to earn more, that's you either help more people or you really specialize. And with a car for an example, you can help one person at a time, right? Yep. You can't drive two cars, so that's not really scalable. Um, what I want to encourage is that um, people think about what they love and what they're good at and some things that they're already doing that they're not getting paid for. Like I saw a friend of mine, he uh, on Facebook, he posts this table. And I was like, oh, that's a cool looking table. And his post was, (laughs) he goes, yeah, I just built this, this table for my wife. She's really going to love it. I'm fixing to give it to her and uh, let her paint it. He goes, but it's for sale for the right price. (laughs) Just let me know. (laughs) Um, Which I thought was kind of funny. And maybe he was in the doghouse that night, but point being, he Have you talked to him since that old? (laughs) No, no, I'm not stirring that pot. Um. The point is, he wanted to do that. He's He could have just given it to his wife and been like, look, I, I make things out of wood. Here you go, honey. But instead, he goes, hey, guys, look, if you like it, let me know. I'll make you one. We can talk about the price. So he's already doing it. He's He has that skill set. And I think so many people just, they do things. And yeah. they just discount it like I did. Right? Oh, nobody's going to pay me for video. 
Yeah. Well, it's not true, but in my head it was true. And so it was true, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, it's just like the COVID thing. Everybody's making masks for their family members. And yep. then there's been several of them that have turned into oh, a yeah. business because you see the tents on the side of I-35. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's random things that can still turn into something uh, better off for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about stocks. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've thought about it in the past, but you know, ever since me and you talked about it that one day, it's, I watched it's too many hours of your mind. <laughs> yes. I've watched too many hours of, of stock trading and yeah. what to do and what not to do. And but, but that's the thing too, right? Like it, it's great if you say, Hey, look, I've been a, a videographer my entire life videoing my friends. Let me turn this skill that I have. Let me monetize that. That's one way to do it. But then there's also, I don't have a skill or I don't have whatever, however much money to buy a camera, right? Mm -hmm. And so what can you do with that? Well, let's say that you're an aspiring wedding videographer or just a photographer, right? Well, if, man, start, start taking photos with your iPhone, you know, build a... Um, you know, start building your portfolio. So yeah, nobody's paying you right now. Because yeah. who are you? You've, you haven't done anything. But you know what you can do is you can look at all these tutorials. What's the best way to get, um, you know, good images out of my iPhone? And then you start doing that. And then you start getting your friends to let you do their headshots. And you grab your old lamp from your grandma's house and you start working that lighting. Yeah. You know, and you, you, you hone that skill that's related to your passion. And... I think that just being willing to invest, even if you're not making money, I mean, that's the thing with like Uber or Lyft, you're not really, um, it's not really a skill. I mean, definitely there's some savvy ways that you can uh, learn the system and maximize that. But it's, you know, it's, it's just delivery, right? But if you say, I'm gonna learn how to get really good at Lightroom, now all of a sudden it's like what? Photoshop, oh, okay. Photoshop, Lightroom. It's a photo editing tool from Adobe. If you get good at that skill, well, you can, you know, you can really make your own pictures look a lot better. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> um, or you can sell that skill now to someone else that, um, you know, Hey, I want you to, you know, take this mole off of my face or make my hair look better or, take the background out or take my ex out or whatever it is. Uh, now you have this skill that, that you can bring to the market. And if like what, what you're doing, John, I think is great. Um, you know, studying up on the stocks, right? Like learning what to do with your money before the money's in there at risk, right? You're educating, you're going to school. I mean, we can all, all do that on our, our side deals. Like if you want to, get serious. Oh, I want some passive income from a rental property. Well, I hope you're studying up on, on yeah. how to buy right and how to manage your taxes and how to acquire that property. And, you know, maybe realtors that specialize in flipping or buy and hold, or, you know, I mean, you don't just go and do it. There's a lot of, uh, preemptive things. So I think that's an important thing to consider. Yeah. And I, I think a good thing for everybody to remember is, you know, even if it's a second job that maybe you're not getting paid for right now, uh, for example, there was a job posting for a voluntary 
a volunteer HR position here in Austin. Mm -hmm. I thought about taking it because you got to think, even though I won't be getting paid for it, it can always turn into something else because mm -hmm. I get to add it on my resume. I get to network and meet new people. And on top of that, I'm life, life experiences doing whatever I'm doing at that time. It's just oh, like yeah. this podcast. Mm -hmm. There's a million different things it could turn into. Oh yeah. Or yeah. we could just phase out and then that's it. You well, know, we could just enjoy it. Right. Well, I mean, we could yeah. say, Hey, look, we had some good conversations and, and we recorded them, but yeah. And I, and I think I'm glad that you pointed that out because it's really about planting those seeds, you know, and uh, kind of like the parable of the sower, you don't know where all the seeds are going to land and what's going to sprout up and what's going to get cooked by the sun and eaten by the birds. But if you're not sowing the seeds out there, nothing's growing. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of what I learned was that, uh, I think I mentioned that I, when I worked for AMD, you know, there were quite a few layoffs. And so at a very young in my career, I realized like, oh man, yeah, I think I had this job, but they could just kick me out. You know, not me getting fired, just saying, hey guys, we don't have any money to pay you, so you should probably go home. Oh, <laughs> right? Wow. And so for me, I was like, ooh, this means I need to have savings and I need to come up with some some skills that that I could have. And, you know, for me, like I build houses in, in high school, so I always kind of had this carpenter type of thing. And actually, even later on in life, when even though I had money, I was kind of bored and waiting for jobs and stuff and I'd go do it, you know, do it with my buddies just, uh, just for fun. I mean, I, Hey, I got paid, but it's like, I had these skill sets that I could use. And, um, I just wish you had an AC background. I mean, you could have really used it in this room. No, this is the, <laughs> this is the hot box. Was yeah, this originally gotta, supposed to be your MMA room? Oh, it still could be John. I mean, just watch what you say. <laughs> oh no, I do need some mats. It's true. Um, so, you know, let's, let's keep in mind, you, we were talking about the stocks just a second ago. It's just like that. That's risk reward. You have to think about it even mm -hmm. before you jump into it. <clears throat> Sorry. And then once you are in it, you still have to manage your risk and reward. Yeah. So yeah, for it's, sure. it's not just simply go out there and just pick something and go. I mean, you can, but, I mean, the potential that the stock market has to generate passive. I mean, we're talking about, uh, you know, some active income strategies, right? Like I'm driving for Uber or whatever, but there's also a yeah. lot like the Airbnb is a little more passive, right? And if you bought real estate, that is even more passive stock market, more passive. I mean, there's action in anything, right? If you're farming it all out, there's also risk yeah. <laughs> involved with that, right? Especially when it when it comes to money. Um, so yeah, so there's active and passive income ideas, right? So we have a limited amount of time, so it's good to fill that time up with with product, you know, productive things. Um, but then there's also uh, things that you can do to earn passive income, where you can really scale that, right? Because you're not you're not trading your time for it. So. You know, I've got friends that still have a full time day job, but they've done this. One one of uh, one of my friends is doing salsa. He's got like this awesome recipe for salsa. People keep telling him, you need to sell it. You need to sell it. And bam, now he's selling it. And now he's got these grocery stores that are selling it. And so 
Um, you know, he hasn't quit his day job, but all the time he's working, he's like, maybe one day I'm just going to be sitting here collecting checks yeah. <laughs> while people are buying my salsa, right? Yeah. Uh, another another guy's doing a lot of like personal training jujitsu. He's um, like a, um, a rehab therapist person, you know? Physical therapy? Yeah, there you go. That thing. <laughs> and, um, but he's all, he's got his black belt. And so he's got, he's got students that he, uh, you know, it's like a limited class size. So you get a lot of special attention that he does in the evenings and you just making extra money and, uh, and doing that. So I think, you know, there's so many different ways. I know one guy, he's a welder. He sold cattle guards right on the side and he's got an engineering background, makes good money, but he likes making the cattle guards. That's kind of his little <laughs> thing that he's like, Oh, what am I going to do on the weekends? Oh, I'll weld up these cattle guards and, and sell them. So there's just really an endless amount of things that you can do just think about it and uh i mean look if there are people who are making money playing xbox you know making millions a year (laughs) streaming their xbox like you can find some way to monetize your skill set if you're a car mechanic go out there change the oil on your 2009 pontiac g8 record it upload it to youtube and for all the people who don't know how to change the oil on a 2009 Pontiac G8 are going to find your video <laughs> and 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 use it. And maybe that doesn't make you tons of money, but you're giving value. And hey, if you hit the right one, you know, you can definitely make money from YouTube for sure. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about all these different options, but I feel like we've categorized it all into people that maybe don't have money or have a lower uh penny bank to play with yeah so let's let's switch it and move it towards other options Mm -hmm. let's look at the people that maybe have a little saving saved up and there's other options out there for you did you know that you could open up a tiki's ice shaved ice van or kona ice Mm -hmm. you can Mm -hmm. get something like that for fifty thousand dollars roughly and that you the now van have too? say what the van and the franchise. Yeah. Van and franchise. Um, and then of course you got to buy other little materials. So sure. maybe you're looking at 60, 70, but you now own say Austin and now you've got the side gig. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, if you play your cards, right, you don't have to drive. Oh, for sure. You can hire mm-hmm. someone fresh out of high school mm-hmm. or maybe one of these stay at home kids. And they can drive. They can go to these events. You know, there's a few different options and you're not even doing much of anything. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. you focus on advertising. I've heard about some of these taco trucks. Yeah. Making some serious money. Oh, absolutely. Serious money. Yeah. I want to look at a margarita truck. Well, I've even heard of (laughs) like, like, you know, you don't get on my turf. Yeah. Like this is my construction site. I noticed your truck was here and we're going to have a problem <laughs> if you don't get your truck out of my construction site. Yes. Type of deal. So not condoning that, but I like, I like the taco truck idea. Or heck there's a, there, there's those people that'll come by with their whole trailer full of fruit from the, uh, from the Valley. Mm-hmm. And you look at it and you're like, this still has a barcode. This is from H E B, you know? So there's, there's all sorts of things, but Having money, I mean, that opens up even more. You don't have to look at some of those original ideas that we talked about, Uber oh, and all sure. that. I mean, a good financial 
advisor can do a lot if you don't want to get into the market yourself, right? They can teach you some, you know, take your money and, and do some good things with it. I mean, I think that if you don't know what you're doing and you don't want that responsibility, definitely find a good financial advisor. But if you want to take that risk on yourself and that responsibility on yourself, then probably outperform the market if you know what you're doing, right? I mean, real estate is a great way, great investment, you know, for sure. I mean, definitely if you have money, it's easier to uh, come up with passive income strategies. Yeah. For sure. But usually if you have some money, you've figured out at least something. <laughs> you probably have like a, uh, a high income skill or you're just being smart and living below your means. Yeah. So deciding factor. So should we have a side gig? I mean, is that a good idea? Or yeah. Not? Is it worth the extra time? All that's, right. That's the question. Now it's time for our deciding factor. All right. I guess I'll kick this one off. Look, <laughs> If it's not clear where I stand on this one yet, uh, I'm in 1,000% in favor. You know, it's, uh, I think that as the saying goes, that the average millionaire has seven streams of income. and uh, Seven streams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if, if that's the case and you only have one, then... Does my wife count as one of them? <laughs> I mean... Good, good, yeah. certainly good. But, you know, so so from that standpoint, um, we've all heard don't put all of your eggs in one basket, right? I mean, that kind of idea. I've lived through so many layoffs and, and downturns. I kind of take the, the Boy Scout mentality of don't rely on one thing. And I also have a lot of responsibility. You know, I have my wife, all of my children, and uh, don't want to let them down. So I feel honestly, and no offense intended by this, but if you only have one form of income, you're, to me, that's kind of irresponsible. And you're kind of putting your family at a risk that I think is avoidable, right? Because if you lose, and I'm talking more of the low income stuff, right? Or you don't have $100,000 sitting in the bank that could be working for you, right? Um the majority of America is paycheck to paycheck. So that's you. You need to find a side hustle. You need to find that other source of income and start leveraging that. And because um, to me, that's that's really the most responsible thing, especially as a kind of head of a family and just a person who wants to live a little, a little more stress-free life. If you have a little more, you can, um, you know, not be so stressed when things like this, these black swan crazy things happen. And, um, and you can also be ready to give more and just do more with that if you're planning ahead. And that's, that's what I see this as it's, it's planning ahead because we all know these crazy things happen. And so we need to be, be planning ahead for when they do, cause they will. So I'm not as cut and dry as you. And I think it, there, there's just too much to it. So is it good to have a second job? Yeah, in, in reality. But then there's a lot of other factors you got to think about and the mentality. 
there's a lot of people and and I would say my wife is one of them and I'm borderline it it's live now not later mm-hmm. so you know this idea of saving and getting ready for retirement are you kidding me I, I can get in a wreck driving home uh, right now mm-hmm. after we get done with this podcast so I've saved all these years or I'm, I'm trying to mm-hmm. And I just lost out on maybe going to Disney <laughs> Disney World next week. For sure. Something like that. You know, it's uh, it's just one of those things. And a lot of people have that mindset. I, now, I am an entrepreneur type mind. So I do like digging into these things. So I'm looking at things like stocks with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we got the podcast going. I do have other little side gigs that I, that I look into. But then there's reality You've done like all of these i've done everything <laughs> that that list you read was my list you right. just... <laughs> it pretty much was but it's you know i'm not afraid to try new things but it's at the same time you got to know when to cut your losses i'll give you a great example i had a fishing supplies website mm-hmm. back in 2013 ish mm-hmm. and it was fun i was enjoying it because yeah. i love fishing so it it hit all these boxes that we've talked talked about throughout the show mm-hmm. the problem is is the the dealer i had could not keep everything stocked and i was selling stuff oh man. so i had to constantly be in touch with these people and say hey it's not going to be in stock for x period of time Yikes. and a lot of people just wanted their money back you know i can get it on amazon faster or tackle warehouse and mm-hmm. so it's just mm-hmm. like i can't compete with this yeah so at some point it's like i'm doing so great but i've got to call it quits mm-hmm. because it's just not panning out and there and i kept trying to research and find another dealer and it was like i wasn't finding it yeah. they couldn't keep anything stock like i needed to because there's all these popular things mm-hmm. so you know i think about that or even when i ubered you know i I don't want to work some of these hours because it takes away the good times with the kids. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, sometimes funds, not what you're going to get out of your second, second job. And if that's the case, you gotta, you gotta weigh it for me. Mm-hmm. It was time with the kids that I wanted. So screw yeah. it. I'm out. Yeah. Um, doing something like favor. Yeah. Great. But, um, it's, that that actually is kind of a nice little side deal for people, but I don't want you to do that around Austin because then you might take away <laughs> <laughs> some of the money I can make. Here's another thing we didn't say though, is something people might be forgetting is during these times this Corona, you lost your first job. Now you're looking at your second job for income. Guess what? Unemployment won't pay you if you have another job. Mm-hmm. So if you're not running it, running it through your LLC or something else, you might run into an issue there. So uh, you, you got to think about things like that. Are you going to give up $1,100 $1, check every week to go to this little side job that really only makes you, like we said, $100 extra a week or, mm-hmm. or 200 mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, yeah, that, but if you'd been doing that for a year, right? Like, then you'd have some, some cash set aside. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I hear you. So, um, it varies, you know, you gotta oh, find the right one. That's what I'm hearing. What you're yeah. Saying. It's, it's gotta be the right one for the right person. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not going to tell everybody to just up and go. It's definitely got to be the right fit. So you do the research. Great. Fits you, great. 
There's a lot of options. Yeah. No money, some money, lots of money. Bored out of your mind. There's there's stuff for you to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely agree with that 100%. I, I do like uh, our previous topic, our uh, hot topic on this, which was you're sowing seeds. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this podcast is, is great. Yeah. You know, you know, there's so many things that can come from it, even if it's not money. Mm-hmm. It could be something else. Oh, and yeah. and it's the same for some of these other things me and you have talked about and done on the side. So there's a lot of good to come even if you're not making money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's, I think that that's really, you know, like you with the fishing thing, you know, it's, uh, you know, you were enjoying it. It didn't work out forever, right? But you did it and, yeah. and you were profitable. And that kind of reminds me actually that I had forgotten about it. I wish I would have remembered it for the show. <laughs> I mean, we're still on, but Hey, uh, yeah, my mom actually, one of her little side deals was making lures. This is probably like 30 years ago. Plastic lures or those fly? No, like plastic. Like we were putting skirts on, uh, on jigs oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff and like putting a little hair on the yeah. whatever. And so she'd bring home like all of these things. And then we'd all sit there and make the crap out of some lures. <laughs> and, um, and it was like a pretty fun thing for me and, and my brother and her to just kind of participate together. So I'm going to throw that in there as a little bonus nugget is that if you have a little side gig, it might be a way for you to help teach your children yeah. like some skills, you know, maybe they can't do your, your main job, but Hey, you could have this side thing and, and you could teach them about that, which is really invaluable. Even if you're not making yeah. that much money, you're teaching your kids a skill set. No, no. Your kids can absolutely do it. Even in school this year, uh, Katie, she went to school and she had bought a thing, uh, from dollar general. It was these little gummies mm-hmm. and she started selling them. I think she bought the thing for $10 and she was selling two for a dollar or something. She was making money off of these. Okay. So that's the deal. I changed my deciding factor. Oh, you you can't change it. (laughs) Don't do a secondary income source for yourself. Teach your kids how to do it. That's perfect. It's outsourcing. You just teach your kids, like bring all the lures home, make your kids do all that. (laughs) Then you just get the profits. That's a passive income strategy for you. All right, I'm done. (laughs) Check your child labor laws first. Oh, yeah. I mean, to me, this was a great topic, especially during this time. Because people are still going to be without money. That's right. Get motivated. Do yeah. something. You know, start start selling those seeds, y'all. It's uh, it's going to come back for sure. Yeah, I really hope every everyone out there listening starts getting back in the groove, can find a job if you're looking. If you've been working this whole time, kudos. I'm glad you were there. If you're part of the healthcare group, I'm really happy you stayed plugging away. And uh, we appreciate you. Anything else you want to add to it, Al? Now I'm looking forward to the next one. Don't forget, like, comment. Been getting texts when these things go live, but <laughs> you guys can just, uh, I'm not giving out my phone number just yet. But y'all can certainly, Five, one, two. Y'all can certainly leave some comments on the YouTubes and uh, in the face space. Where else are we, John? Face space. Yeah, you know, come on. In the interwebs, it's out there. That's right, I'm a digital marketer. Yep. I got all the right terms. 
<laughs> your, your stock's going up tonight. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, it was a, it was a pleasure talking and glad to have y'all listening. Say bye. Adios. This has been another episode of The Deciding Factor. Giving you food for thought on real life issues. Be sure to click, like, and subscribe to this podcast. As well as all your big social media outlets. Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't forget to check out our website at thedecidingfactorpodcast.com. And give us comments and feedback. Until next time, stay safe and remember to keep an open mind. Thank you.